0: Good morning, and welcome to Plant Experts, live at Prairie Gardens. I'm Tamara McDaniel, and I'm here with the experts uh, at 3000 West Springfield in Champaign, corner of Springfield and Duncan. So come on out and join us if you can. If you can't, you can call us at 217-356-9397. That's 356-WDWS. Or you can text us at 217-351-5357. Our experts, Ms. Marianne Metz. Good morning, Tamara. Good morning, Mr. John Weisgarver. Good, good morning, morning, Tamara. And Mr. Steve Brown.
1: Hey there, Tamara. Nice to have you
2: back. Thank you. All three of us
0: right all here. All three of us I mean, in the oh.
1: same room. At yeah. At the same time. They missed us all together.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know, right?
2: Seriously, yes.
0: But then again, it's the fun season for you, right? Where you get to do a bunch of traveling. Shopping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And seeing Shopping. what's new out there for the stores, right? Yeah. That's Fun so cool. Stuff. Yes. So you've been away already for a few of these, Steve. And what have you been seeing thus far?
3: Oh wow. At the um,
0: conventions and shows?
3: Yeah. No no conventions. No okay. Uh, <laughs> uh I I don't know that there's any one thing and, and a lot of the stuff that I've been to so far wasn't necessarily gardening related. Okay. It was the other de- other departments in the store. Mm-hmm. And um uh, I think you know overall um uh, vendors are doing a great job of trying to work hard to come up with new product that it would, would appeal to the consumers and so you can see that evident and I think everybody is a concerned about what's happening with the overseas freight costs mm. uh and the impact it's going to have on the consumers over in and I don't care if you're Walmart or if you're Joe's Joe's flower shop and everybody in between you know mm. it's going to it's going to impact us all and so I think that's probably on top of mind for most people's concerns. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, the vendors are working hard to come up with new stuff. Uh, they're trying to get it in here, and there we go. And that's kind of where what Marianne and John and I are going to do the next couple of days is focus on some of the plant material uh, for next year. And to me, that's the most fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Compared to all the other stuff. That's, that's what it comes what, down what to. What could or, be more fun than plants? Yeah. <laughs> and, and so we'll be looking for... Uh, Anything across the board. You know, the the annuals can come on the market more quickly. I mean, there's research behind the scenes that they're trialing it and doing this and doing that. But it all of a sudden seems like they can at least keep up with quantities that are needed by the industry because they can uh, produce them quickly enough, yeah. whereas perennials take a little bit longer, yeah. uh, maybe take a couple seasons to do. And, of course, trees and shrubs take a lot, a lot longer of than years. that. years, yeah. Yeah. So we'll be looking at all the different categories and seeing what we can come up with it, floats our boat and because we're all gardeners there's a good chance if it gets us excited there's we know that it's it's gonna gonna, uh, (laughs) pass along to everybody else all the customers Uh, yeah Mm -hmm.
0: so where where where's this next trip to where are they having this one
2: it's in ohio show okay it's been going on for a lot of years this is one of the uh, largest older trade shows in the in the industry it's just uh, well attended, or it has been over the years. Yeah, it's course, really, last really year, geared yeah. towards growers. Yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, and, and since we have the opportunity to decide not only what we want to grow here, but work with some partners closely to say, hey, could you grow that for us? We don't have room for it. Oh. Uh, uh, we yeah. can We can not only limit ourselves to our space, It's not like we have to get rid of something to bring something else new in. We can ask somebody else to take care of it for us, too. You can network.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yes. That's great. It is.
3: And,
0: yeah, give each other's favors and whatnot. That's great. And that way, you know, you always keep the fresh stock here in Prairie Gardens. Yeah. That's nice. Speaking of fresh, oh, my gosh, you still have a full greenhouse full of just
3: beautiful flowers. There's a
2: lot of color out there, isn't there? We're not
3: done bringing it in. Yeah. Apparently not. Yeah. just fabulous. And John's got a bunch of markdowns. Not on every annual, but almost every annual. Almost quite a out few there. Yep. really. Uh, up to fifty percent off on a lot of the stuff, and uh, really good, really good buys. Good buys, yeah. And the weather we're having right now is just—it's like halftime. It's like a break.
2: Oh my gosh! Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you would
3: say it's yeah. such a joy between having the rainfall. and having the cooler temperatures uh Mm -hmm. uh, and kind of not only reinvigorates the plants i think but it also certainly the gardeners too
2: oh i know it's doing a lot for me
1: yeah
3: Yeah, i mean we have a lot of more time to enjoy being outdoors that's for sure sure.
2: and we can
0: actually enjoy you actually want to go outdoors rather than melting (laughs) yeah Yeah. Yeah. having an asthma attack well
3: uh, yeah in this kind of weather i think the only thing you're trying to do is figure out when you're going to do it when the mosquitoes don't get you yes but other than that yeah, yeah. And that's why having that breeze up there a little bit more is kind of nice, just yes, to keep them at bay. It's fabulous. Yeah.
0: yeah, and I got some lemon grass Good last fun. when I was here last nice. week. So yeah, yeah, I'm going to get that planted. And it was oh, just so fun though, rustling my fingers through the, the blades and, oh, and great. <laughs> smelling the lemon. Yeah, yeah,
3: very cool. That Did you take cool. it out of the pot yet? Have you put it? in? I haven't pot? yet. When you pull it out, take a look at the color of the roots. They're they're screaming yellow. Uh, really? Yeah, it's they're. They're gorgeous.
2: Oh, that's probably why it gets the name. I'm not sure.
0: Really? Oh, no, it does smell. It okay. does smell like lemon. It does smell spice.
3: like lemon. Yeah.
2: Okay.
1: but And uh, it can get really pretty tall. Oh. Yeah, it can. Yeah. yeah
3: Absolutely. I, if you had it planted in the ground in the right situation, I'd say four feet. <gasps> really?
0: And perennial or annual? Annual. I always assumed it was. Okay. It is annual.
3: Although when you're trying to dig it out next year to get rid of it out of your garden you'll think it's a perennial because really? it's going to have dug in really <laughs> it's, well
2: oh okay Ro- roots well well
0: then maybe i'll just keep yeah. it for containers and because it's a great and, thriller and, and next year great. when
3: you're trying to pull it out of your container you'll think wow that's oh, I think I...
0: really oh
3: yeah
0: <laughs> with those bright yellow roots
3: just yeah they won't be yellow next spring <laughs> really holding on to it There'll just
0: be a lot of them yeah Okay, then I'll be sure to dump them out. I
3: don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah, that's <laughs> and, way far and, away. In, so. I know. Enjoy it. Yeah, uh, for sure. And certainly Very you nice. could go ahead and use it as a, you know, like John says, you know, rub it on your skin. Uh, keep it around you just as a mosquito repellent. Um, it's reasonably effective, I think, with that. Um, makes a great fire starter. It does for a wood burning. Okay. Yeah. I never okay. thought about yeah. that. Yeah. That's yeah. Really yeah. Good. yeah. Oh, 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 you can cook with it too. And you can cook with it too. Really?
2: Yeah. With oh, lemon zest? Yeah.
3: Oh yeah. very in.
2: I yes, because I am such an expert. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you and I both. <laughs> I mean that, that's
3: <laughs> kind of
1: really what it's for. <laughs> oh, really?
2: <laughs> it's for cooking?
1: Well, yeah.
0: Okay. Well, I I didn't know. It's very so. versatile. Yeah, how would, obviously. How would we know? <laughs> I
2: don't have any culinary history in my <laughs> education. <laughs> okay, so you asked about mosquitoes. So you oh. have yeah. you have John, the probably the prime place for mosquitoes. Yes. Do you we have do. a lot? Yes we do. Oh, okay. Just checking.
1: Yep, yeah, it's pretty prime. I'll okay. Bet near the same. Yeah, that's why river. that breeze is so important. Oh yeah, for sure. That makes all the and, difference or, in the world. Yeah, oh, and, yeah, and, and protection.
2: Yeah. Absolutely it does. I, I haven't
1: had. There's so many great mosquitoes, but yeah. yeah, great natural products you can put on your skin.
2: Yeah, that's great.
0: And there are also a lot of things you can add to your garden that can kind of help out, right? I even like um, like I've got these little teeny tiny frogs that are just so happy in this one area of my yard, and and I can't imagine but they would be eating some of those mosquitoes, and you used to have a koi pond.
2: Oh, the fish love uh, mosquito larvae, yeah, so there's not a chance that they're going to live in a pond. Yeah. Mosquitoes, it's just not going to happen if you've got fish in it. Nice. Yeah.
0: And even using, like, more drought-tolerant plants, maybe if you can keep a drier terrain. Maybe. I don't know. Well,
1: and bats and birds are really important for that, too.
2: (gasps) Ick. Bats.
0: Yes, that's right. I've seen a bat box built. I have a box at my house. Bat
2: bo- Do you? have a bat you? box? Uh-huh. Good for you.
0: Good for you. I love it. That's so neat. And how many would you say? Because I've heard they can hold, like, what, like a, a hundred or a, a great what? many I'm number of bats in one box. Out, no. what? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, they can. They can get a lot, yeah. depending on the size.
0: That's great. Yeah, and then bring them out to eat them. Sounds like
2: serious overpopulation to me.
0: Uh, Let's see here. I have a text. It says, this is Steve from Princeton Township. Put in new culvert. How should it be seeded with deep roots and low maintenance to keep weeds and brush from growing? Thank you. Listen to show every Saturday by using TuneIn. Oh, how cool.
2: (laughs) Thanks, Steve. Seriously, that's great.
0: That is really great. Okay, new culvert. And uh, no one wants weeds. What would you suggest? Is there anything?
2: You know what? Any plant can be a weed in the wrong place.
0: Okay. With that in mind. So,
2: yeah. Steve, you have a culvert in front of your place, though. You've talked about it. What do you plant?
3: Not, I don't think it's anything like what he's probably dealing with. So mine's shallow enough and mowable uh, easily. And I wonder if this one is almost to the point where... He's just hoping to get something established and yeah. not going to be able to maintain it and mow it I, but I yeah. don't really know that from the text if if Steve's listening if he wants to throw back in there with the delay on tune in but um, I I would do some research and I don't I can't just say oh I would do blank I think I would probably uh, certainly look on the University of Illinois Cooperative Extension website and, and and just do some general Google searching I might even look to see if I uh, Illinois Department of Transportation has some uh, recommendations or anything like that because, you know, the, and it's amazing. To, and I thought it'd probably only be interesting to us, but it'd be neat if you almost could get somebody from IDOT here on the radio show uh, sometime because of all the bridge construction. Sure. And all the things that, all these embankments that they have to establish. Yes. Um, you, know, you know, back in the day, a long time ago. <laughs> Uh, they had a limited menu of things that they sowed on the on the embankments crown on veg. the interstate. Yeah, unfortunately, oh, yeah. a lot of it was crown veg. Yeah, uh, crown
2: which, veg is which, a weed. Which, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I would
3: call it a noxious weed, and that's why you would see it started along the bank of the bridges and stuff like that. But then all of us, you know, over the course of the next five or ten or fifteen years, you would see it running everywhere because yeah. it would it would propagate from seed and it would just blow everywhere. And it mm. would pop up, and it was a it was a problem.
2: Yeah, consequently, uh, you can't plant it now.
3: And then, you know, every, huh. and then for a while there, it seemed like you would see the old orange daylilies planted mm-hmm. oh, yeah. along yeah. some Those of the great. Uh, embankments. But for the most part now, it just seems like it's a, a mixture of some prairie grasses for the most part. And Those
2: prairie grasses are really great for that kind of environment because they have really, really deep roots, which um, helps to stabilize the soil, and it actually um, helps the water percolate through. But there are companies that specialize in this kind of uh, seeding or plug product, um, I've in the past worked with a, a company. Um, actually, I believe it's out of Northern Illinois and in in Southwest uh, Michigan. And they specialize in prairie grasses and which ones to use in what kind of soil. Um, they have plugs. They have seed mixes. Um, it's it's there's there's lots of companies out there who are really cognizant of the issues going on in in planting, uh, and it, it's become quite a, an evolved science.
3: And I, th- I think, yeah, doing that research to know what, and again, if Steve's listening, if he, if he's going to mow or not mow, um, if he's going to burn it once a year or just let it go and whatever it happens, happens. Exactly. and Maybe walk in there and if he has any woody plants or any uh, broadleaf plants that he doesn't want going in and mechanically, just physically remove those and try and do some maintenance like that, but otherwise no mowing. I, mean, I don't really know how deep this culvert is or anything and what his maintenance plan is but but, but
2: it's possible absolutely possible sure. to plant it and do it well right sure. i think but it's it's all a little but, bit of research
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, research is is key really what well,
2: types is, of what types of plants
0: may work all right for him i'm just wondering like oxalis no. something some kind of a ground cover so no. that the weeds can't get through
3: no because it's the weeds are going to get through any of that i think i okay. think i think to me, you're looking at some grasses, and just as, as far as exactly which varieties, I can't tell you which ones would absolutely be best. Whether it's, you know, just some various orchard grasses, or whether it needs to be you know, some more native perennial or prairie grasses, whether it's any blue stem, uh, or what type of blue stem, or, or what's going to be the best one. That's why I just do a little bit of research, knowing. And with him trying to determine before that what maintenance he's going to put into it, At the extension mowing website, or no mowing?
2: Yeah, extension website would be great because you know I, there's a a, a master naturalist program mm-hmm. through the extension office, and they have done um, a, 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 right around Champaign, There's a, a, a an interchange that has some a, a really big area that uh, they've maintained for several a, a number of years actually, and you'll see all sorts of natural. Uh, a, 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 Indigenous plants in it, including uh, liatris or shooting star, I think it's called, but huh. uh, w- which is a nice bloomer. But it also is part of the ecology of of uh, the prey plant issue. Okay. So I, I think that would be a great start. Yeah, you know? and the,
1: there's that great organization, the Prairie Restoration. Oh, they do a great project work, yes. that goes on
3: here. And too, they so.
2: even sell plants uh, during the season, or they have been over the over in history. Yeah. yeah. I think from a cost
3: standpoint, you're almost always going. You're probably going to have to find a generally a seed based solution because plug, plugs yeah. or plants would be almost cost prohibitive in a large culvert situation. Yeah, so, depends on yeah. how big your
2: project mm-hmm. is. Yeah.
0: Well, and then also knowing just the basics, how much sunlight, sure. what the what the soil sure. pH balance, you
3: know, might. Yeah. My, uh, I'm not yeah. too worried about that. What I think the sunlight's soil? a good point, how much clay? my guess is it's probably pretty sunny. Uh,
2: M- most culverts yeah. would be okay, yeah. mostly right, but not always. All right, yeah. three five
0: six nine three nine seven is our phone number, or you can text us at two one seven three five one five three. Five seven. This is Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens. We have another text that says, "Help, please! What can I do to help my tomato plants?" And that's all the information they give. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. Well, what could be going wrong with tomatoes this time of year? John, it seems to me like I heard you do a little commercial about this on our radio station. I do. Yeah, I remember hearing about the
1: worms. Oh, in the, particular. The, well, that's you know, you know, tomato. Yeah, you points. want to scout for the hornworms. Uh, hornworms. There can exactly. be some diseases that can be happening right now. Bl-
2: Blossom and rot.
1: Absolutely.
2: The uh, fungal issue that is present in the soil that splashes up on the bottom of your plant, mm-hmm. so it turns your leaves yellow and little black polka dots, and that's the um,
3: biggest problem for most people. It, I think it so. Probably
2: too. is just when somebody says help, that's visually that's what came to my mind. Yeah, was the fungal problems. Okay. Because that's almost always what you're going to have people asking about this time of and year. And it, it,
1: a lot of it stems from inconsistent waterings, uh, lack of air circulation, uh, depends on whether you're in a container or
3: the ground. Uh, both, it can happen in either situation. Absolutely. So so with the fungus problems on the foliage, early blight, late blight, and septoria leaf spot are the three common ones that that creeping crud that they were describing where it starts at the bottom of the plant. The leaves start to turn yellow. You have some browning or black spots. Uh, and it just seems like it works its way up the plant. And, uh, hmm. and you lose so much of the foliage on the plant. The plant can still produce fruit, but it impacts the health of the plant, its productivity um, and, and the fruit production that you get out of it. So, Is there anything that can be done there's a few different things that you can do and and it starts with sanitation and cultural practices and that's going to be when you're watering trying to keep the foliage as dry as possible Uh, keep uh, since they are soil-borne diseases and they can persist for years in the soil trying to keep that soil from splashing up on the foliage of the plant so therefore pruning some of the lower branches is important Uh, so you can eliminate some of that splashing trying to keep the foliage dry when you're watering uh, and then removing extra foliage especially in the lower part of the plant where you have a little bit less air circulation so you can have more sunlight go through uh, more breeze go through so you can dry off the leaves uh, after and a dew mulching mulching is helpful to help to keep from splashing
2: but remove the yellowing leaves or infected leaves first from the plant and clean yep. up any that have fallen off and mm-hmm. then do your mulch
3: and and then get rid of those leaves that you oh, removed yeah. don't just drop them on the ground no. and leave them there exactly yeah. You know, get if you're either. a sloppy composter, just dispose of them. Uh, uh, if you're a really good composter, you can probably get the heat of the compost pile to to kill the to spores. Them, yeah. But, yeah, most of us aren't Don't take real chance. good yeah. with that. So, I think just destroy them in the garbage. And okay. and just keep after it. And if, if the plant continues to suffer, go ahead and keep it as clean as you can possibly keep it. And you'll still get some fruit production out of it in most cases.
2: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if it happens to be blossom end rot, that's a a, a different issue, um, and you it's usually a a, a a calcium deficiency, for tomatoes. For yeah, it kind of just creates just exactly what it sounds like on the bottom of the fruit, it rots. Huh. So it's, it's something. It's
3: sunken brown spot, on, okay. the, uh, on the underside bottom side of your tomato. That's from lack of calcium. It's a calcium deficiency and also inconsistent moisture levels in the soil. Oh, okay. That's where mulching really helps too.
2: It hugely. So we we always talk about mulch, mulch, mulch. Um, it actually keeps the soil temperature and moisture more moderate. Really important with tomatoes. And and watering well each time you water, and don't water once and then three weeks later you water again. You know, just do it on a real consistent basis. Keep that moisture up into the plant. Okay.
0: That way you'll have juicier tomatoes.
2: Juicier, not, not rotted. And not rotted, <laughs> which is important. Yeah,
0: I just think it's great that, yeah, the the uh, plant itself isn't beyond repair.
2: Oh, gosh, no. You can In still fact, harvest off of it. Someone called me um, about a week ago and she said the storm broke one of my, the big branches off of my tomato. Didn't break it off, just kind of cracked it and it's falling over. Um, what can oh. I do? you she said, there's fruit on it. There's flowers on it. And, you know, I suggested just tie- tying it up. I've done that before. Mm-hmm. Uh, or when it just even got too heavy, yeah. just from fruit production. It wasn't supported by the the cage. Mm-hmm. Um, you can just kind of, um, that's, see, this is where pantyhose come in great. <laughs> so you could just use that soft material and, and tie it up with your, with your support stake or cage or whatever. Right. And it'll continue to do its thing amazing they're, it is amazing they're amazing uh, plants. and
0: after that much of an injury yeah you yeah. think that it was kind of done Absolutely. at least on that stem
2: yeah i know tomatoes are great for a lot of reasons <laughs> and if
3: you if you're out there scouting and looking for these problems and trying to prune out some of the extra foliage and fine gardening magazine has uh, and you can get it online some in great instructions for pruning oh, tomatoes. Yeah. Uh, almost overwhelming I mean, where you start to read, oh, after the fifth node, blah, 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 take this <laughs> out, and here's this method of pruning, and here's another alternative what? method of pruning. is like, oh, I just want to go out there and wax it. I, I was never that technical. <laughs> <Cool>. uh, <yeah. laughs> just open the dang thing up, move on. <laughs> Seriously. But, but there's some really good information out there that you can find that uh, you can take it as far as you want to take it. Uh, but if you use cages to support the plants, this is the time of year where literally every day you might have to gently nudge a branch back inside the cage if it's come out maybe you can't get it all the way back in but maybe you can get the growing tip to go back in yeah and and so it's not just flailing out all over the place Um, exactly
2: it's it's like what he said scouting that's part of scouting yeah not just insects and disease damage and growth See that. absolutely
3: yeah and, and the, you know we talk about the overnight kind of thing too this is the time of year where if you're growing cucumbers or zucchini or uh, anything that's coming on right now literally 12 hours later, it can make a difference in terms of how large it is oh, or if it's gosh, too yeah. large. Oh, gosh, for those guys, yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh, yeah. Um, really? Yeah, it's just crazy. So
2: 12 hours.
3: Yeah, it can make all the difference in the world, especially with the rainfall that we're going to hopefully get here this weekend. And, yeah, hopefully. And if you've been watering regularly, it can make a big, big difference. Yeah. So if you can harvest them a little bit on the small side, they're usually more tender and more flavorful yeah. as opposed to a little bit woodier and less enjoyable. Then you have to make pickles. Yeah. Ooh,
2: pickles. Mm.
3: <laughs> or cut them into really thin slices for a fresh vinegar cucumber salad. Yeah. Or, uh, or chicken food. Okay, or chicken can. food. There you go. <laughs> if they're really woody, give them to John for chicken do
2: food. We, do we want to go into the chicken food thing? Yeah.
0: We want to go into all of these beautiful plants that John brought to the table. There is a good idea. And see what is new and showcasing at Prairie Gardens.
1: It's kind of not new, but... Uh, it's kind of a... Our what it, featured product it's a, today. It's a, <laughs> it's a pollinator theme. How's that? There oh, that's go. great. This is a uh, summer sweeter or clethora, which is kind of cool.
2: They are kind of cool. It
1: yeah.
0: is. Nice. A, a shrub. It's already a large it's shrub. A, it's a woody shrub. It's uh, You buy it, I'm looking, two and a half feet, three feet maybe? Probably. Tall?
1: Yeah, that's about what it will be.
0: And then ultimately, what will they get up
2: to? Uh four to five feet I think. Yeah. Oh
0: okay.
1: Of, and it's starting to bud. Yeah, it depends on the variety. This one this one's called Einstein, which is kinda cool because uh description says once the flowerscapes start to form, they come out and become crazy and irregular.
3: As you see they're you starting can see. to they like Einstein <laughs> like, like, his like, hair. It's hair. <laughs> like it's
2: hair. Like it's here. Wow.
3: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Say hey, Einstein. It's <laughs> a really one, smart plant. Just
2: on that note, there's another variety called 16 Candles. Yes. And it's just as erect and upright the the flowers are. So that really explains this one, the Einstein, as opposed to the one that's called 16 Candles, which looks like... Okay. Candles like on a cake, has a whole bunch of candlelight yeah. cake, and they're going to be blooming probably what within the next ten or twelve days. Oh yeah. Now
0: right now yeah. they're fun. long and green, and they could almost be like a prairie ga- grass, except for all the, the leaves. They're not quite
2: flowers, right? Right, but uh, will they be changing color
0: when, as
1: they bloom? They'll be white.
2: Yeah, they won't be green. Okay, they'll be white. Those it's are beautiful.
1: buds. These are yeah, these are buds. So the all these little. I, I, I will open I yes. those All those little little, little uh, protrusions will open <laughs> right. into a white flower. I was thinking it might be
0: lavender or uh, nope. uh, What else can look like that? Nope. Um,
2: uh, <laughs> nope. I don't know. Yeah. Yarrow. Yarrow. Nope. nope. Okay. Doesn't look like that. Nope. Okay. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, it will be pretty when it's in flower. It'll be really lovely. I think it's really fun right now. What
0: is the name of it again? clethora 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 And then, uh, where do people normally like to put it? Like, is it good for full sun. a border or sure? Okay, and yeah, full sun.
1: And you might use it as a as a, a back to a border. If you're doing a border, that might be something that's in the in the background. Okay. Well, it'll take moist things,
3: conditions right. too. Well, good. So if you have a lower area, like yeah, they'll love it. Like it. You know, and it's one of those few shrubs that are flowering in the middle of the summer. That's a good point. There's just not yes. a lot that's doing because,
2: that. Yeah, exactly.
3: When it's really so hot it's nice out yeah. everything looks
0: stressed. Exactly. Yeah. Okay.
2: Nice.
3: So you have a little bit of Asclepias there, Mr. Weisgarber?
1: Yeah, a little bit of Asclepias uh, tuberosa, which is the orange or yellow, incarnata, serica, pink. and those are pink. The incarnata and Sirica are more specific to monarchs, but all butterflies, really.
0: The Pretty cool. Incarnata, is that the one that had, is that what I'm seeing? Yeah, with the pink the blooms. Pink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When does it bloom? And is that also the heat of summer, like it, July, the one, August? The ones
3: established out in the prairie or gardens or uh, would be flowering now. Midsummer. Uh, yeah. And, well, I guess we're and, not midsummer, and, and, are we? And, well.
0: Early summer. Eh.
3: Yeah. Flowering now through the course of the next six weeks or so. Yeah. Okay. So they're, it's, and I don't know about you if you've got a favorite um, hummingbird or butterfly attractant right now in your garden, but the hummingbirds just seem to be going nuts. And I think they just love the fact that all these cool salvias have been brought to market. Uh, oh, there is the some last
2: fabulous few salvias in they the market. Oh really my gosh. Awesome. Wow. Just yeah. beautiful
0: i'm just used to the typical bright red salvia so what else is out there
2: everything yeah what makes them so special <laughs> <laughs> colors sizes uh co- color combinations there's what were we looking at uh, a week or so ago it was a kind of a ruby red and pink combination on, on each little flower yeah. Different shades of purples.
3: Just some of the foliage textures too. Oh, purples the foliage are textures just a are just across nice cross board too. Addition, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and again, John's got some lantana here, and that is just a fantastic oh, attraction for butterflies and hummingbirds yeah. both. Absolutely. Okay. Oh, yeah. Absolutely.
2: Drought tolerant, loves heat. Good. It's just. I, I love the drought
0: tolerant plants. Because it, and
3: it plays nice in a container with salvia because watering requirements they're very similar. Yep and uh, a nice contrast in color usually of the flowers so it's pretty cool and you got a you got a zinnia yeah zinnia yep which you know again it's like everybody thinks i got to get hung up on these tubular flowers but no the uh, the flower parts are often tubular they're just so small you just don't notice and again butterfly and hummingbirds are attracted to just a wide variety of this stuff it's fantastic
1: It really is, especially one of the perennials uh, is the agastache. Yeah, it's a great one. Or yes, it's kind of similar to a salvia, but yes, a little bit different blossom.
2: The same, only different. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we have one out there now, and it's just it's in tight bud, an um, agastache, but and I can't wait for it to come open because it looks like it's just going to be loaded with color. Yeah, neat, and, and the pollinators love them. Yeah, it's great. Excellent. So there's just there's a lot of things you can have in bloom consecutively. You don't it doesn't all come on at once, but you just have to be aware of it. Mm-hmm. At, at know when when it is that they typically flower. A, because typical's the operative word there. Because it's not gonna be not st- you're not gonna standard. look at your watch and say, Okay, it's time. <laughs> okay. It's not gonna happen like that. Okay. So but it, you can do that and keep pollinators happy all summer long. Yeah. Which is great.
0: Okay, great. 3569397 is our phone number or you can text us at 3515357. This is Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. So I see o- October and fall items sneaking in. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got to get ready for it. well and that and in eye colors which is really smart because it's not going to be too much longer. We get to watch Illini football again. Another yeah, false sports. John can't wait.
1: Come on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yay.
0: But it's, uh, it, uh, it's so fun to throw those tailgate parties and, and, you know, even if it's just like a cocktail party at your own home, if you want to have an Illini theme.
3: Trying to or, coax John into being a sports fan. But yeah, that cocktail or a Bears yeah. theme. Yeah, there you go.
0: Just trying to sell the merchandise, man. You have a lot of cool things out here Well, at the
3: end. and stuff's coming in <laughs> right and left. And we still have some really exciting things for spring and summer that are just arriving. So I, it, we're fully embracing crazy. this season. Yeah. I mean, you've got everything going on. You've got some Illini stuff coming on. You've got toys. You've got Christmas toys uh, out. Like you mentioned, we have some fall and some Halloween stuff starting to sneak in. So it's not like you walk in the door and... I mean, it still looks like summer in the store. Oh yeah. yes, and, and we're embracing that. But there's little pockets of new stuff that are just starting to roll in. And it's yeah. like it's new, it's cool. Why not put it out right now? There's no yeah. reason to sit well, on it for a month in the warehouse.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. and it's exciting.
3: Yeah, it like, is oh, fun. We
0: get to plan ahead. It's, it's like oh, it won't, won't be
3: too much longer. Yeah.
0: <laughs> It's very nice. And, yeah, I'm glad you mentioned the toy department because my niece and I came in here last night. I wanted to show oh, her yeah? around. Yes. Awesome. And uh, she ended up buying one of the stuffed animals. Oh. And there was so, I ended up buying some of the Mr. Rogers buttons. I really That's almost funny. got the lunchbox. But then I saw the Sesame Street lunchbox and the coffee mugs. And then and, it became
2: a hard decision. <sighs> yeah. yeah.
0: So then I, yeah, I had to, you know, pull
2: it back. Just a little bit. Pace yourself. Exactly. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> well, but no, she was so impressed with the store. She Jody
2: makes it very difficult for anybody to get out of here without something from that department. Oh, from the toy she department? She just does it really well. It, Yes.
0: Yep. She does. The merchandising and what she finds and the, oh, the nostalgia. Is just oh so fun. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that right appeals there, to us for all it? of us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then you want to get it for your kids Just yeah. say, "This is what
2: I played," <laughs> and they're looking at you like, "What? Why?
0: Yeah, give me that video game." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, great toy department, great every department in here, and she she enjoyed looking at all of it, and um, yeah. So this morning I was so tickled because uh, I was able to find some really cool fairy gardening plants. And so I think when I see her today, I'm going to have, have her make a fairy garden. Well, how and do fun it is that? That'll be that's great. That's fabulous. Yeah, and since she's traveling, it'll be easier easier to go take take with her, too. Yes. So.
2: That's awesome. That's really that's a fun thing to do. Thank you. the kids interested.
0: And that's just it. Yeah, she's slowly starting to get interested in gardening. And so that's. What, I told her that's what I did. You start with the smaller plants, and you get a feel for everything. Sure,
2: absolutely. And then you go well, larger. But we her. all start somewhere, you know? Yeah. I said people come in and then... Tell me well I, I don't know anything about gardening. I said, you know there was time I didn't either. We all started somewhere, <laughs> yes,
3: yeah, but that was when you were six.
2: <laughs> no, I was three, <laughs> 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 but that was only like you know ten, eight, ten years ago Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. so just talking about plants and, uh, and oh, being we talked about john that's
0: that's yeah. the one thing I want to point out, yeah, a lot of people have that fear of i don 't know what i'm doing, so i'm not going to even. Touch it or start. I should stay away. I'll just kill it.
2: Well, see, we don't know what we're doing either, but we just jump in there anyway. You just jump in and you learn. Yeah. yeah. That's how you learn. Yeah. 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 That's right. Yeah. So, we got to talk about John's specials on sale stuff. We did. So We oh, haven't yeah. yet.
1: I want to talk about your stuff. We have
2: hydrangeas, which are showing off like crazy right now yeah, at are. 25% off. 25 All of them. Even the trees.
0: Wow. Hydrangea
2: trees, which have been difficult to get a hold of, but we finally found some, twenty-five percent off, and the hydrangeas are just looking beautiful They're right fantastic. now. Fantastic! Oh wow. my gosh! Good to know. Just incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So those are twenty-five percent off, and that's a that's a, a pretty darn good deal. Oh yeah. So I've seen. There's not a day I don't doesn't go by that I don't see a cart full of hydrangeas. Mm-hmm. Walking out of here. So. People taking
0: advantage. Spectacular of Spectacular. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: And, something not to be afraid of Oh, my gosh, no. Absolutely. It's so rewarding.
2: Absolutely. Pretty easy to take care of. Fairy. Yeah. Water. Then that's but yeah. <laughs> Basically. Feeding well, every once in a while. the ones that, m- mostly. There's, there's there's some species that maybe are a little more trouble than others, but not terribly. The macrophyllas are maybe a little more work. But, yeah,
3: that's the only um, one, really.
2: Yeah, the paniculatas and the, you know, the big annabelles, mm-hmm. uh, the arborescens, they're, they're, Totally easy.
3: Do you yeah. have a favorite hydrangea today? Today, yeah. Just for today, you don't, <laughs> yeah, or today. just even for like right now. You don't have to commit to later today yeah. or tomorrow. Yeah, Not right of all now. Time. If you had to name one, if you could only buy one hydrangea today, today, quick fire fab.
2: Ooh, quick fire fab, fab. That's wow. a new proven winner's.
3: It's um, really pretty. So what? What about quick fire fab versus quick fire, a little quick fire? What? What makes it so fabulous?
2: What makes it fab?
3: I think that it's the the stems are
1: very sturdy. Yeah,
2: they do seem to be and more rigid,
1: and that blossom is just to die for. It's it
2: just seems more dense. The very whole bush, de- doesn't yeah. it? More flowers on it, yeah, and more sturdy stems. And, it, uh, it seems better.
1: Really erect. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's nice. And it's
2: a five to six foot uh, shrub, also. Mm-hmm. So it's so not, it's manageable. It's not it's not huge. It's not small. Yeah. Good. Okay, yeah, so there. quick,
3: far, So you actually are agreeing on that today?
2: Well, that's his favorite. I oh, think okay, it's I'm sorry. I think it's I'm sorry. You just sorry.
3: Well, you just jumped <laughs> in there? and We're talking about how neat it is. Oh, I, I think
2: thought. it's awesome. Yeah, okay. but my favorite's really Bobo still.
3: Oh yeah, yeah.
2: I just yeah really really it's, like Bobo. It's great, and it's a smaller plant. It's maybe three feet ish, three yeah by yeah. three feet. So you know, it's very manageable in a garden. That's all. That could even be front of the border.
3: Uh, really? Oh sure. Yeah. Three and three it's three. full all the way down. Yeah. And it's flowering. It's not. It's um, no leaning lake- lake- to it at all. Yeah. I had just a profusion of blossoms. Oh my
2: gosh! Yeah. Yeah.
3: I'm I'm still digging little lime. It's one oh, of my favorites. I love it. Oh gosh. And I'm still digging little quickfire. Probably more than I thought I was going to originally. Really? Just just because the blossoms just a little bit more open. hmm Yeah. Than is. some yeah, of the ones is. that we've talked about. Yeah. And again, sturdy stems a little bit more reddish tone on the stem. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd be, I don't know. I'd i would almost have to either, I suppose, if I could just only have one, I probably would still go back to Bobo or um, maybe a little lime. But okay. they're just, there's just so many good choices. And if you have the luxury of being able to have several of them planted within eyesight of one another whether they're next to each other or whether they're just in other parts of the garden Just having that subtle textural and color changes and and the bloom time Really makes it even more enjoyable. Mm. Yep. Yeah, I think it's
1: nice to to vary the the textures and the bloom times where if you have Everything the same. It's pretty boring. Samey samey. You know
0: and last week we were talking about hydrangeas you mentioned how they kind of blush and you have some out in front of the store that are wonderful examples of the different pinks and hues that come in to play when they do blush, and, I and guess. And each
2: one of them is a little bit different. Yes. It's not like every variety is going to be exactly like that. little lime that Steve was just talking about doesn't do that. Okay. As, as it ages, as the flower ages, it turns more limey. So I think that's just a really and, neat addition to And its to the white garden.
3: color is a l- more... Of a green white versus a white white. Exactly yeah. right. So it's just different all the way through.
2: But then yeah. most of the others do that um, as the flower ages. They all bloom white, first of all. The paniculatas do. They all bloom white, but they age usually to a, a, a blush or a pink or, or even some of them, a deep rose. Mm-hmm. And
3: the, you know, beautiful. and things to take into consideration would be as that ages and the way it plays with other plants in the garden. Yeah. So we've got a. Uh, a hot pink uh, butterfly bush that's adjacent to a little quick fire so you're getting that blush that, that strawberry yeah, color cool. coming in the hydrangea and it just plays off of that butterfly bush so great or you that's might have neat. a pink Mandeville blooming or something else or some um, petunias or something in the in yep. a container nearby but you can just interplay with all these different things and it makes it pretty awesome. Uh, great. I bet you planned that. Nope. it's one of those things that after it happens you go "Ah." i'm glad i did that but but you want to but you want to point it out because then other people could probably take advantage of it where it was just like uh you got you were the blind lucky squirrel you know Mm kind of thing in my case
2: gardening can be serendipitous
3: (laughs) (laughs) well oh we have we have to talk
1: about the crappy stuff today
2: the crappy stuff
1: i've had people in uh With bagworms this week. Oh, that crap! So just alert to be scouting for those.
2: So so two things that all of a sudden everybody's asking me about: bagworms and Japanese beetles beetles have Uh. finally come out in full force. So scouting is very important right now. Okay, to keep both those things under control. Yeah.
0: Along with the hornworms on the tomatoes. Tomato hornworms? Yeah. Oh my
2: god, those are so icky. <laughs> yeah,
1: they are. <laughs> my dad used to give us a coffee can with a little bit of diesel fuel in the bottom. And it was, oh. we, would, we would go through the garden and, and just that was pick really drop them in the coffee it can. Yeah. It
2: was fun. That's what's wrong with you. Wow. <laughs>
0: They started him early. I they were able to
3: condition
0: him, to him. He thought it was fun. The other kids
3: came back right away. There John just stayed out there with that little cup of diesel, diesel fuel diesel. Diesel for hours. Diesel fuel oh.
0: Hey, I did notice that your vegetables are now 50% off, and yeah. they have vegetables on them.
2: Yeah, some of them do, don't they? That's so
0: cool. Yeah. And, so, and it's early enough. You can still go ahead and get them in the ground, couldn't you? Yeah, maybe. get them going
2: it's and tight yeah.
3: towards the tail end of it. It'll yeah.
2: make you feel good. Yeah, to have something going. I mean, it's, yeah. who knows what the season will be like? It could be moderate for a long time, mm-hmm. so you'd have time to get um, harvest off yeah. of it. Yeah, it'd be
0: fun. Very fun. And it's already half off. It's like, well, you know, if I want to try it, this is the price that That's I would the try it to at, do it yeah. at, Right? <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> It is.
3: Any other common questions this week from customers? Or has it just been the bagworm thing and some other guys Japanese starting to kill? Yeah,
2: Fungus. I, I had someone in yesterday with uh, mushrooms growing in their lawn and other kinds of fungus. Not the typical capped mushroom, but right. a couple of different ones. And what's that from? Well, okay, I yeah, just had three trees cut out. Um, a few years ago, but it was five years ago. Well, now is when it's going to be showing up, when sure. the root systems and all, all the wood underneath the ground starts deteriorating. And it was hard to explain to them that it doesn't happen immediately when you cut a tree down. Um, it, it takes time for the roots to start deteriorating. And you can almost see the pattern yeah. Yeah. of wow. the roots. So yeah. By the mushroom trail? Uh-huh. Yeah. I remember a few years back, uh,
0: there were uh, mushrooms blooming in the huge yard of the station when it was uh, at the corner of Windsor and Duncan or Windsor and Neil, and they all drew they all grew in circles that's the craziest uh. thing <laughs> 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 all right I think I hear the music so uh, I guess I should be signing off yeah. So experts en- en-
3: yeah just enjoy the weather enjoy Absolutely. the rain Yeah, funly, and if it doesn't rain, don't forget to water. It's like a halftime party in the garden right now. Yeah, seriously, (laughs)
2: Scouts, insects damage. Yeah, look for all that stuff. It's summer.
0: There you go, Marianne Metz, Don Wisegarver, Steve Brown. Thank you. I'm Tamara McDaniel. Our executive producer is Dave Leake, and uh, we hope you all have a great weekend. Talk to you next week.